0: Welcome to Just Go Grind, a show all about building and investing in companies, featuring interviews with startup founders, investors, and operators, sharing the best insights into the world of entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Justin Gordon, and in this episode, we have Sam Dhaka, co-founder of Mimo, a social finance platform that is changing the relationship users have with money. They combine personal finance management, peer-to-peer gifting, and rewards all in one. Wasam is a past Google and Snap engineer, having spent more than 7 years at Google search as a ranking and product lead. His products and projects serve billions of searches daily at this point. And in this episode, we talk all about his new company, Mimo, as well as what goes into consumer products. He has a ton of experience building products for consumers. And we talk all about that in this episode and much, much more. As always, the show notes are at justgogrind.com slash podcast. And you can support the show by leaving a rating and review over in Apple podcast. Without further ado, here is Wasam Dhaka, Asam, welcome co-founder to the show, of Mimo. Uh,
1: thank you. Thank you for inviting me. I'm, I'm always uh, uh, glad to talk about uh, Mimo and how we started it.
0: Yeah, and there's a lot to discuss, a lot to dive into with this, and I'm sure a lot of people are not familiar with Mimo. So, what are you doing with this company today, Wassam?
1: I think the best way uh, to to think about Mimo right now is uh, is actually uh, um, a recent push that uh, Google and Apple have been trying to do on their uh, on their phones uh, by reinventing this whole. Uh, relationship between your bank credit cards and, uh, and their apps um, so with Memo actually we wanted to offer our North Star we wanted to offer a different uh, way to discover the world um, other than Facebook and Google so the, the current promise has been you come to Facebook Join um join some groups, follow some Instagram influencers, and watch some videos. And we will um and Facebook will send you uh, a lot of uh, interesting products uh, and introduction to different ads. We believe that there now there's there's a potential uh, a new way to do that. uh and um and actually things that will work better for the new generation than what we call it, the one-tap generation. Um, and, um, yeah. So just, just for an example, to describe this. Yeah. My co-founder Andre, uh, and I have been uh, friends for about 10 years. Uh, we, we chat on all the chat platforms that, you know, Snapchat, (laughs) iMessage and what have you. And, uh, And we actually were very involved in, I would say, some of the most sophisticated recommendation system, both at Google and Snapchat. Um, And yet, I have been using a product for two years that I buy every month for my kid. Uh, It's a science kit that comes to our house, and I do it with my kid. Uh, And um, it's, it's, I don't know if you know, it's called Kiwiki. Uh, and, uh, for more than two years, Andre didn't know about it (laughs) at all, never had a Facebook ad, never had an Instagram introduction, never, never, never. And, um, and, and right after, uh, finishing the redesign of Snapchat, we looked around and we start to think like, Hey, we want to really go on like a bigger idea to like, to tackle, and uh, and we felt like kind of uh, uh, sad that we saw like it actually happened and there was a conversation where I was like trying to like to say good things about this product that I'm doing with my uh, with my kid Jonah and um, and Andrew was surprised like how come I did not know about this and um, <laughs> so so and it, it was. And then when you when you go when you go and look into this, well, why Google and, and Facebook are unable to do this, and the the core the core uh, pro- problem is um, my transactions are with a credit card, okay. My social network is with Facebook. My interests are with Google. Uh, so and there's not one place where in a private way you can know about all this and tell me, Hey, you want to introduce this product to Andre? Because he does not, he clearly doesn't know about this brand. Um, so, so this is where we started. Um, obviously like to, to this is a, this is basically your, our North star will hope, like we will have one platform where all the data is mine uh my transaction are mine my bank transaction are mine my purchase transaction are mine and i uh, i have my social network built on top of that where these where we build uh ai behind the scene that can help me introduce different things from my action to other uh to other uh friends uh, in my network for like if I want to give you an, an example, um yeah, I wish uh one app can tell me, "Hey, I see you ordering a lot of Mexican food. Here is another awesome Mexican f- place that you don't know about, and it's it is something called in San Francisco uh again, the reason we don't we don't do this, we don't have like an app that does this is because the main uh middleman. Facebook and Google don't have this uh, information on uh, what about like an exact information about my actual actions. So we felt that we right now uh, the new generation is very very uh, tuned to uh, one tab experiences. Uh, we call them the one tap one tab generation. Um, they order food, Instacart, Airbnb. I've been all on the phone, Um, everything feels uh, they also from our experience of on on Snapchat, they love to share uh, experiences. Uh, They love to share knowledge. Um, And they are also they all use Venmo and cash app and and SoFi and what have you. So we felt like the world is like is ready to 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 the idea of um, the data. My data is mine. Uh, the data, or the data is yours, and and all what's all missing is like a product to actually uh, work on your behalf uh, to to show you the benefit of putting the data uh, that is yours in action. So that's that's the the north star of Mimo.
0: With this as well, with with this, understand that. So you had this insight from you're lo- you're looking at the how social platforms aren't providing this. You know that from your credit card, it dictates a lot of things around what you're spending on, what you're doing, what you like. And you know a social component can be combined to really make a social finance app. What, what are the what are the reasons why this hasn't been done before or has it and people have failed? I'm curious as to what the, the landscape has looked like for this type of thing. Or are you the first person, first company to really go after this? Oh,
1: I, I, This is a really good question, and I, I think it's just timing. Uh, today, you there is a service called Plaid where you can put your credit card and download your transaction from a credit card uh, and on your phone. And this is exactly what we start with. Uh, really, just like an awareness. Like if Google came like five five years ago and said, hey, we have a service where you can submit all your transaction to it, and we will do magic to you. Um, no one will even uh, try, it. and mostly because there's fear about privacy. Uh, Google already has like ginormous uh, uh, power of of um, that dictate our choices. So um, I I wouldn't say politically that like was would be a good move on uh, on Google behalf. Um, even now, if you if you see like what Apple. Apple Wallet has done is actually what they're doing with their wallet is is kind of a a, a partnership with Apple, Mastercard, and Goldman Sachs. Um, and and still, there is like a big question: is like, do I want to submit? Or do I want to give Apple access to all my uh, my credit card transactions and and so on? And and the second problem is like, what is the the most The most like, why would I do that? And Mm -hmm. um, I think like today, and this is maybe a little bit controversial, but especially the the younger generation are very aware uh, of the trade off between privacy and uh, good utility. Um, And um, and we believe if we give them an awesome, awesome tools and awesome uh, features or product that empower them. Um, and allow them to share experiences with their friends. They are fine to give us access to their uh, to their transaction, and um, of course, in a, in a in a in a private way. So it's it's really a combination of multiple things that um, just had happened to be. It's the time, and and you could see it right now. Like uh, Google, just from my sources, they have several hundred people working on a product like Vimo. How,
0: how do you feel about that? Then understand that they're doing the same thing. I mean, there's always competitors. What does that make you feel like? <laughs> I mean,
1: I mean the, the, at first, uh, at first, p- partly this is a, a reaffirming our intuition that this is, but this is also tells you about that these large companies right now, like if you, if you zoom out for a little bit, they need to go after something that has a high growth. Yep. And um and they they so so being going into fintech and into being the uh, effective middleman between the merchant me and other users is 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 a is an important play for them. Um so so I and, and I I hope I hope that um our new features will surprise them and uh they will keep <laughs> either uh looking at them and and copying them or uh will I I hope that we will get more users aware of 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 um of what Mimo doing and and convert them to be our users.
0: Yeah, it's validation for it, and obviously from your experience being at Snap, you're familiar with how different companies can compete in the social space uh, by doing something different, by approaching things a different way, and actually had. I remember in uh, in my MBA class, I had uh, Evan Spiegel speak, and he was mentioning how confident he was in what Snap was doing, uh, even though people were saying, you know, oh, your stock price and all sort of things around competition. But he was pretty clear on what he thought he had differentiated uh, and what was going on at Snap, where he'd be in a very okay place. And sure enough, it's it's been doing well. One thing I'm curious about with with Mimo,
1: how do you build trust uh-huh. with users in the cyber product? product? Um, this is a really really. Uh a uh, important question. I I think like I think I think like there's a few few things that you can you can do. One is keep pushing on empowering them and not and not just and not just like uh in in a fake way. So so the second thing is just allow them to delete their 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 entire thing anytime they want. Uh, I think you can, on Mimo you can go on your, on your profile delete and deactivate and your data will be forgotten immediately. Um, and um, the, the, second, the second thing, be transparent on, on what you save and what you don't save. Uh, I, I think that's, that's important. Um, and the flow features that make them like, see the value of, of giving them something. Um, so so for, for example, for in our case, we took a rather boring problem, like your financial statement. Uh, how many times do you look at your financial statement from the, <laughs> the credit card? No one look at them, okay? Uh, how many times do you look at the charts that these banks and credit cards give you? No one does. Um, and mostly, because, not because we're not smart and lazy and whatever, it's just because the, the offering um, include judgment, include numbers, include a lot of things that, um, that you don't really subconsciously want to do. Uh, in our case... We actually send you like a cool Snapchat, uh, 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 Instagram or Snapchat story that just you can interact with it in 30 seconds and boom, you know, everything. Um, we, we're we releasing this another cool product that um, it allow you without doing that much, just interact with, with, with your uh, income spending and where it goes uh, in a very, I would say, a modern way. Um, resemble nothing of financial statement and earlier tests shows that people who use these two three features uh really there are um i would say uh their first sentence that they tell us oh i will never delete this app
0: <laughs> it's great to hear that with memo i mean <laughs> there's so much you could do in terms of the launch in terms of the products you start with and everything in terms of features i mean. How have you gone about deciding, prioritizing on which features? You have a lot of experience with with Google and Snap and things you've done there. How have you gone about with Memo deciding on which features are essential, what you really need, especially at this point?
1: Yes, um, I, I feel like I feel like this is this is uh, th- this question is really uh, uh, the core of like uh, of of the main risk that we took, um, and hopefully it pays off. <laughs> uh, you know, like typically, typically, the right thing to do is to find one feature, uh, implement it quickly, and put it out, uh, and see if it can get get traction and can get be a viral, uh, viral. Uh, what we call the hook. For example, in Snapchat, it's, I don't know, most people don't remember, but the Snapchat was, you took a picture, you put. A timestamp on it and send it that's it nothing yeah. there's nothing yeah. else that was snapchat okay they managed to get multi multiple million uh, million users on that feature all the cool features and the cool design that Evan and his team came up with we're after so um, so sadly for our thing uh, we could not afford something like this we don't we we were after our north star is after uh, companies like Facebook and 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 Google and taking a piece of their market share, uh, and um, and um, any any tiny uh, hook that we would try would say, "Oh, don't go after these companies." Uh, the the result will go that users like they don't want this, and um, the second thing is is complication. We are we are. We needed an app that can talk to the credit card with the bank. Uh, can also do machine learning. Can uh, clean the data. I, this is another problem that most people don't know about, which is most of the data in this uh, in in this PIO systems uh, is not cleaned. Um, till today, uh, the merchants' names is either uh, partially misspelled or partially um, uh, contain different. Uh, different layers that you you need to conclude by yourself. Uh, they don't have addresses and stuff like that. So you need there is a, a huge a problem that need to be solved there, and and we needed to get users. Um, so we decided, uh, and this is why we had we from the get go we raised a large amount of money and we decided to take a bigger team rather than just uh, a few a few a few of us uh, building something. And I think this is probably one of the most risky thing that we did, um, and um, so so yeah. So we decided to build a lot of blocks first before we try our uh, our hooks, and um, and uh, now I would say now hopefully in the next uh, uh, few months the world will start to see the hooks that we are coming up with. Uh, that hopefully some of it will be viral, and um, <laughs> we already see that people actually—it's—it's uh, re- it's, uh, people recommend our app uh, word of mouth, uh, which is which is great. We also see that people don't delete the app once they use some of the key features. Um, so 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 these are they are they are a great insight. We have not spent any money on like any large amount of money to to bring users yet. Uh, and that's not our intention at at this point.
0: On that note, then I want to go back into the fundraising in a second, but, but first uh-huh. off, I'm curious with, understand that you, you did raise a uh, pretty sizable uh, starting fundraising round mm-hmm. and then have a big team. And with what you just mentioned, obviously not spending a lot on paid acquisition yet, understanding all that, what was, or what has been, or even what is your kind of current go-to-market strategy with that being in place?
1: Uh, oh, so, so. I I have here to like do like a side a side note that COVID kind of like delayed everything for us. Mm, Um, That thing, yeah. (laughs) uh, and I would say the delay was like at least took like a good year from our from our growth uh, plans, and uh, and we decided um, we decided actually to uh, like once we understood that this is this is going to to be for a long time. Um, and we did uh, a few a few uh, ads on Facebook, um, and it was clear that most people are not interested uh, in this space at this point. All what they want to do is work uh, from home and wake up and trade on Robinhood. So, <laughs> so, uh, so, so, so we kind of like it's mostly because people are scared. Um, people want to hold on on their spending. Uh, people are not out sharing experiences, people are isolated uh, socially. And, uh, and every, every every part of these, uh, every element here is working against uh, adding growth hack we would try. So while well, we decided, we decided to like really just double down on the technology behind the scene, build uh, superior technology like that can compete with uh, with our future competitors um, close all the loops and make it a, a complete app um, and uh, and acquire a small amount of users through our friends and referral system uh, and we managed to to get a few thousand uh, people right away and uh, and then and then that was actually our we never wanted to go fast mostly because of the data problem that I t- I told you about we kind of like wanted to go to one city, get the users in that city, uh, get at least uh, 30,000 users in a city like San Francisco before we open the app to everybody, Uh, mostly because if you get 30,000 users in San Francisco, you kind of like statistically uh, can know a lot, can solve a lot of the data problems. um, And we wanted to solve them before. And you can also build uh, a nice recommendation system before you bring millions of users um so that was was our goal and and we really just like uh have been mostly trying uh word of mouth uh referral system and um we used our one of our hooks that uh to acquire users uh we we call it Mimo, which is a gift card now it's a digital gift card uh, with intention. So I can send you a $10 to go to, um, to go to, for instance, to a restaurant or $10 for you to uh, drink coffee in a specific place or $10 to spend in Venice. And, um, you get this, uh, this gift card it uh, goes into your wallet. The money will not be released to you unless you go to the intention that I, 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 uh, I designated uh in that gift card so we use this this memo this gift card in order to acquire users we would send users um uh some money um with the intention either for work from home or uh, coffee or buy something online or some sustainable brands or uh, some charity that you can donate and uh, people will take that gift card um once you click on it, you install the app, and uh, your money goes in. And then you will need to connect your credit card uh, in order for us to verify that you did the purchase uh, before releasing the money. Um, so that was a kind of a, a, a good a good way to to bring users, uh, but we kind of like paused on that because uh, we had to spend. A few dollars on each user' uh, and <laughs> I rather uh, i rather uh, which is the fintech fintech approach right now is like spend dollars on users and and keep them in the system. Uh, we kind of like paused it uh, or minimized it mostly because we want to really finish uh, all the technology pieces uh, because before we go to the next the next phase.
0: Yeah, it's been interesting, even hearing what you're mentioning there, how COVID has really made you adjust (laughs) your strategy completely, in terms of working on the tech, working on the the product versus getting more and more users and how how that's changed. And it's really affected a lot of businesses in different ways. And people have had to adapt, but it's not necessarily the worst thing. It's kind of changing the order of operations in some ways, it seems like for what you've done
1: yeah it's it's um uh, it affected us on in in i would say in in in, in multi dimension one is the dynamics in the team and the second is our growth hack and the features that we wanna put out um uh and, and third like uh about like do we have do we have money left to to keep working uh and uh <laughs> and when will the world open again so that we can we can go to uh to like this, our hypothesis and and hopefully raise some money. Um, so, so on the first front, I, w- I would say we used a Zoom and and Google as much as possible to to keep the team tight uh, with the, with each other. Uh, we also um, we also allowed everyone to work from wherever they want to work. Um, uh, so so uh, not just from their home, they can they can. Some some people had like uh moved to Tahoe to work from Tahoe, some people moved to other to other places in, in California. Um and uh, we we really like religiously use Zoom and we use some techniques from from Snapchat on how to keep the uh how to keep the teams uh um kind of effective and self managed uh remotely. Uh, and, and this has been really, uh, working very well. Um, and you can, I, I can see the results. Um, and, uh, and, and for us, this is a, this is a crucial because, because especially when, when you're really at the beginning, a lot of like the energy to build things are, are being transferred from the founder to, to the engineers, to the other, uh, to other founders. And we kind of like building each, each other together. And, and, uh, one day we, we felt like, like our team would stay with each other till eight o'clock, nine o'clock every day. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and, uh, and suddenly one day we, we we are not, no one even allowed to talk with each other. <laughs> uh, but, uh, so, so it was a really hard, uh, morally. And, um, but we managed to we I I feel like we managed very well to get up, to get up and and um, and find ways to to reconnect um, on on the features yeah it's um it's it's um it, it forced us to like slow down on the growth hack uh, maybe for a good reason I don't know but God will God knows better uh, <laughs> I would say um, but yeah it's um it's 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 kind of like we, just before covid actually we kind of raised uh, a large amount uh like a 5 million dollar note uh where we, our intention to use a big chunk of that note to to uh, for a growth hack and um and we did not do that at all mostly because uh there was the it was clear that Uh, people were in shock and, uh, and, and we won't, we won't be, we won't be at the, at, at our prime, like the, the, it won't, it will be too much efforts. Yeah. Uh, spending money to, to bring one user. And, um, so we decided to like really just double down on our tech, um, finish it, uh, finish the app, finish everything that we wanted to do in phase one. And, um. And and honestly, I'm very happy uh today with what we have accomplished and I'm ready for phase two.
0: Yeah. And one thing I want to go back to real quick, you mentioned learning some techniques from your days at Snap around keeping, you know, the teams operating efficiently. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of founders listening and aspiring founders as, as well. And people who obviously are running their teams right now. <laughs> It'd be useful if you have any insights into that. That's, you know, techniques or things you've done that's been helpful for running yeah. your team remote.
1: Yeah. I, and I to tell you, I'm like, I, I'm, I'm a extremely frank person and, uh, but I, I totally don't, don't work that way. And, and I hated working that way. Uh, however, I'll go into Snapchat and see how, uh, how they run their, uh, their operation really made me, uh, uh, made me learn that tool and that weapon and, and I have been using it in, uh, in MIMO very well. So we have like, um, some kind of a a weekly uh, roadmap um, meeting where um, we review in front of everybody, what's the status of every single job that takes more than a few days to finish. And and we actually, this is a part that I hate, we have a spreadsheet that lists everything (laughs) with the name of the person, with ATA on it, with where, they, where why they are stalled, where when it's going to go into production, it's really like um, really not a startup way to do any uh, anything. Um, but in many ways, especially in COVID, this was so needed because really, like we we have twenty people th- uh, with 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 a few contractors. Uh, kind of like on the loose and, and um, they're, everyone has his own anxiety and they're separated and no one check on them and, and so on and so on. And there is no team energy that keeps them going. So by just dedicating like on every Tuesday, an hour and a half where everyone listened to everyone uh, about, about the steps of stuff, made people actually uh feel connected in, in a very meaningful way. Um then we have uh we have a, a meeting, uh we call it console. Uh this is again borrowed from Snapchat uh with with some like some changes where uh people are welcome to come and, and talk uh with um with each other and tell stories. Uh it's a circle. <laughs> um and this has been also very useful for some people and uh, for me too when i when i go i, I don't go every time but um it's a uh, you you go wherever whenever you want it generates the bond between between uh engineers and uh, uh and everybody in the team uh beyond the actual work uh suddenly you start to see that your coworker is more than just a piece of code that he's writing and responsible for um, it's that human who's going to tell you a story that reminded him uh, how to be thankful when he was little or uh, a story about uh, Thanksgiving or a story about uh, when he got sick. Um, just adding these stories in your in your weekly work at MIMO uh, or listening them to, to them is, is phenomenal.
0: One of the things that I want to discuss as well with your experience, especially with being at Google and being at Snap and and now with with also more recommendations with Mimo, you mentioned recommendation engine. I mean, what are some of the things just in terms of like metrics you're looking at to look at the, how users are using Mimo you know, what ones matter most to you. I'm just thinking from the perspective of other entrepreneurs who are running, you know, consumer company, what things matter. Uh, I'm just curious what your perspective is.
1: Yeah. So, so this is, this is a good question. And I, I think like, um, I I I think like it's also like the size of your user user base is important. Uh, right now we are like strategically looking at the right at certain stuff that we would probably don't look at in the future, or we will look at it less in the future or more. Um. So right now is like really we all all what we want is is for the user to to uh to feel empowered by the app. Yeah. Okay, so, and 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 like, are they doing something that suddenly they are doing it, and they come back to it on a regular basis, like, let's say every week, or twice a week, or once a week, are they responding to a notification from the recommendation system? We don't just recommend uh, merchants, we actually recommend insights about like, Hey, we We just saw, like, there's $500 transaction in your in your um in your account. Is this yours? Uh, are you aware of it? Just like being able to respond to that make uh make me feel like uh if 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 users respond to this kind of notification, it's an indication of uh they, they feel empowered. Yeah. So so yeah. So our metrics is like, hey, let's look at. What features, uh, utility features that they are using, and are they using it and responding to it? Um, we have really good numbers on um, seeing the financial statement as an Instagram story. Uh, we have really good numbers on notification around Insight. Uh, we just started releasing uh, recommendation with, uh, with merchants that, um, or brands, that you might like based on what we know about you, uh, and um, we have some some feedback from users that it's it's kind of mind blowing. Uh, <laughs> so and and again, it's I know that we can do much better uh, than than Google and Facebook, mostly because we know who you are. You are yeah. not a bunch of influencers that you follow. You are actually. Uh, you watch soccer, but you also buy shoes at Zappos. Yeah. Uh, okay? So, like, we know who you are. We know, we know that you buy at Zappos and you eat Mexican food and you hate Chinese food. Uh, and and um, I, in my case, I love uh, Japanese food. I love Chinese food. Uh, I probably don't like anything uh, that has, uh, uh, has meat in it uh, these days. and you can tell that from my transactions
0: yeah with that as well looking i mean what you just mentioned there with these different merchants and brands uh, what kind of partnerships do you have in place or how have you gone about that with with uh
1: this is actually my um what i told you i'm ready for next phase um i'm 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 actually in next things next phase i i'm hoping for a few things to happen i'm hoping that Actually, some banks uh, understand uh, that big tech uh, like Apple and Google are after their business and uh, and they understand that uh, actually they can in a state of um, it, it, they can they have an alternative to push and uh, and suggest MIMO to their users uh, because MIMO can offer them uh, offer yet another competitor for uh, Google and uh, Apple uh, that they can enjoy without losing uh, their users without while staying in their bank and, and what so what so on so I'm, I'm hoping that some some bank can start like start seeing that and uh, start seeing that MIMO is a really good alternative um, it costs nothing uh, any users of theirs they can stay their users um, we don't take users from any bank or any credit card. We don't offer a credit card. We don't offer a banking solution. Um, and the second thing is that uh, we have uh, we want to start uh, initiative, uh, geolocation initiative. Maybe we'll, we'll maybe we'll start in San Francisco and LA initially, where we start to partner with uh, with businesses. But we had delayed that uh, due COVID. Um, again, yeah. uh, that I would love to start. Um, but we will see uh i hopefully covid will will go away and and we'll start partnering with them. We kind of started uh to address that uh kind of address that we we started uh, yet another feature that we are releasing uh soon that will allow us to create more partnership uh we call it uh corporate memo um And um, this is a ways for companies to distribute uh, gifts and spending money for their employees uh, with um, uh, automatically and digitally.
0: One of the things I want to discuss, because again, of your your, your background, your experience working Mm -hmm. at Google and Snappies, I mean, these massive companies with building products for the masses, were there any particular takeaways that, you've used now at MIMO or other things that we haven't mentioned already that you have for the audience just in terms of building products for the masses and what goes into that. And a lot of people who listen right now are going to be super early stage, but there's definitely people who are later on and getting to bigger numbers in terms of their companies as well. Anything around that in terms of building products for masses that you took away from Google and Snap?
1: Yeah. So, so let me give you a few, few a few, examples, and maybe I will start with, with one thing. For example, like, um, if you look at the Mint apps or the or the even the Venmo or the Cash apps, they um, they are between uh, like Mint. I think maybe they have twenty to thirty million users, and mostly not super daily active. Um, the Venmo app is uh, and the Cash app is probably reaching between forty to fifty million users but you have more than 200 million users on, on, on Amazon uh, who shop online. And, uh, and, and we always promise that we, what we're going to build is going to be so simple that anyone uh, can use. And our target is that 200 million. And um, so there's a few things, for example, in Snapchat, the most the, the most indicator of a daily active user is if you manage to bring your best friend into the platform. Okay, so our yeah. our technique is uh here's here's a memo, send it to your best friend. Here's actually five memos you can spend them to to send them to your close friends. And boom, in like in one in one send, we already got your five friends. <laughs> and uh, we know them. We know they're they're they already got uh, uh, joined Mimo, and uh, and we know everything about you and them. So being able to have like a close friends from the get go in the app is phenomenal. The second thing, um, there is a quite um, I don't want to say users are lazy, but users are demanding and anything anything you put between them and the experience is going to be extreme barrier that they will walk away from if your onboarding experience is too demanding people will just walk away and actually in our our first version of Mimo, our onboarding was extremely extremely uh, uh harsh uh mostly we didn't care about it at that time but uh and and we lost like a lot of users and. Um, so simplifying the experience of onboarding um, is a quite important. Um, in, in my opinion, um, the, the third thing is introducing the user to one feature that will wow them from the get-go. And, and I, I feel like in our case, uh, we are just getting right now that feature. To be introduced from, from the first 10 seconds into the app. Uh, but I would say that is such an important thing. Uh, because trust me, if you play with the money map, the MIMO money map, for in the first 10 seconds uh, you join MIMO, you will never want to delete MIMO. You will probably will come <laughs> there every other day.
0: Yeah, that's a, it's a good insight. And I, I think it's important to understand that and understand what the different factors are that go into this when you're thinking about growing your app and what, what features, what, what actions you're trying to people to take, it seems like that's incredibly important, especially as you've seen this at scale.
1: Let let me, let me share something with you. Um, when we redesigned the, the Snapchat app, so I don't know if you know about I, me and Andre and actually most of the team, uh, in, in Mimo were part of the core team uh that redesigned uh snapchat and yeah. you know it was very um it caused a lot of like uh fiction and and people didn't <laughs> like it in the beginning and what what have you yeah. i think the only person on the planet that loved it uh, was evan because he really understood <laughs> he, he really wanted it and he really understood that this is going to save um a lot of things if you go on that design and and you look what we what we did uh was extremely, like, from, from the, like, the amount of engagement that we lost was something that can scare people. Uh, but the, the design uh, really offered a very logical uh, venue, new logical venue for, for users. And once you train them on that, uh, on it, they loved it. They start to get into it. The same way why today you don't remember. I don't know if when, when did you join Facebook. I, I was a very early user of Facebook. So I do remember Facebook before it become a news feed. Now mm-hmm. all you know about Facebook is that it's a news feed. But before it was not a news feed. Was not the, and when they introduced news feed, uh, they lost, I think, 10% of their engagement in the first day. Jeez. So, so knowing um, sometimes you wanna you kind of don't wanna listen to your metrics uh, because they are indicating something else that you need to uh, you kind of don't want to.
0: You just you just gave me some flashbacks to my early Facebook uh, newsfeed days and seeing the the rudimentary uh, notifications that well things they had in there. You're so excited to see you're in a photo or something. Uh, yeah. Just brings back memories. But I, I I think what you're saying with that as well. I mean, how do you know then, or how do you take that leap of faith to, you know, ignore maybe some of the metrics in the short term and understand what you want users to do in the long term? How do you think about that?
1: Um, that's that's a really good question. I I think we like. It depends where you are in in, in, in the stage in snapchat um, in snapchat um, Evan and I and a few other people actually knew where is this engagement that we are losing and Evan decided that this is not important engagement to keep and uh, and that he will uh, and we did we he used like extensive data science to to understand every single aspect of it and he believed. That with um with his redesign of the app, we will solve it with time. And he has been doing this for a long time. So kind of like, really, we kind of like it. We with a large company like Snapchat, you can really understand where the funnel of things and how are things moving. And uh, I think we did quite like an awesome job predicting uh, what will happen and how long it will take to uh, to educate the users. so so that that's, that's that uh, for for a small comp- for small companies uh, or startups like our startups it's really it's a question of constraints hmm. uh, for me it's it's a really question of constraints like you don't have a lot of money to prove your concept yeah. uh, uh, and so there's a there's a, um, a friend of, of of us that he keeps telling me we some you have to learn how to to kill hope before hope kills you and, <laughs> um, and 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 it's such a good it's such a good thing it's such a good thing to rem- I I don't go by that but I feel I'm a very hopeful person uh, but ho- however uh we we kind of like need to uh kill hopes before hopes kills us uh many times and this is why traditionally and I I agree with this um in in many ways you need to put your product out for people to use right away uh, and phase it out. Uh, don't build it all. Build it one piece at a time. If you can, uh, obviously MIMO, we, we couldn't, but uh, if you can build it phase one uh, and its phase one should be the most amazing thing that you can give to your users in, in a month. Don't don't delay it. Like don't like nothing nothing else. Uh and um and if you manage to to come up with something that has zero friction. But just remember Snapchat was really like I don't know how, how long it took Bobby and and the early engineers to build to build it, but it was just you take a snap, you take a picture, you put a time stamp a time uh a timestamp on it and send it. There was nothing in Snapchat other than that but it allowed them to to really really understand the power of uh disappearing uh, pictures and and discovering that people really really want to live partially uh unknown okay and this is like this is i know i'm getting into like into a bigger conversation but that <laughs> is what like snapchat found is that people don't want they want to like they want to they want to be able to even on the web, even on the internet, they want to be free. Uh, they they, they want to be able to send something that disappears. Um, yeah. yeah.
0: And yeah, apparently, you want to be free as well based on your LinkedIn. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, think
0: what, I think a lot of entrepreneurs and founders, that's, what they, that's exactly what they want, which is why they start their companies, uh, to have the choice in, in what they're doing. And, and one of the last questions I have here, I know we're getting close on time here. I'm just curious, you went from massive company to massive company, Google to Snapchat, but then your own startup now, you are resource constrained, everything with that that comes with your own company. How has that adjustment been for you?
1: Uh, it has been, it, I would say, extremely hard. Um, but you know, I always wanted to. Uh, I always wanted to uh, build something on on my own with with uh, my friends, and I feel like it has been uh, extremely hard. COVID has amplified the hardship of building a company. Uh, I live, uh, you know, in our case, we know that our company is zero to one company, means with ninety nine. Uh, with ninety nine uh <laughs> percent uh probability we will uh, we will be we will will be closed uh will be closed soon and with one uh one one percent we will be a multi billion dollar company competing against facebook and snapchat and google uh so there's a lot of joy in what we're doing but um but it has been extremely hard um i feel like there is um i'm I'm lucky that to be surrounded with extremely talented engineers and friends of mine who uh who make the journey worth it honestly um in in many ways yeah the
0: people i mean people are everything in that and last question I have just how how do you I mean, what's been helpful in terms of supporting you? Along the way in terms of, obviously you have the, the people around you, but in terms of understanding how to lead a company, how to d- make decisions, anything around that that's been helpful outside of uh, the people around you? Uh,
1: so I, I have like awesome mentors uh, really who had helped and shaped my life in many ways. Uh, one of the most recent one is Evan. I can, uh, I, I can send him a uh, request to, to meet anytime and he will take a phone call. Uh, he have been extremely helpful and 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 me pushing to MIMO and how to think about it um and even now, like that we're struggling uh yeah. uh into in, in, throwing covid uh so so mentors were like amazing I have like a few mentors from my old time at Google who have been extremely helpful um I also like you know before for becoming a founder, I have been. I lived a very technical life at Google and and Snapchat. And uh, in in the journey, I found a lot of engineers who are so good. And they have been just like such a source of like wisdom and uh, ideas that I have been uh, uh, kind of like taking away from them. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, working with some of the probably some of the smartest people in that field in engineering. Yeah. If, you're looking, if you're looking at yeah. Google and, and Snap, uh, which is pretty incredible. And, and where can people go to learn more about Mimo? Uh, download the app and all that as well.
1: Uh, our social is uh, Get Mimo on all social platform, and uh, and um, and we're also on LinkedIn. Um, our website is uh, Mimo.ai. Uh, I am my best way to chat me is on Snapchat. And I'm also accessible on LinkedIn.
0: Perfect. And I'll make sure to link all those things as well in the show notes at justgogrind.com slash podcast. Wasam, thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show today.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Just Go Grind. If you want to follow along on the socials for all things Just Go Grind and with me as well find Just Go Grind on Instagram and Twitter at Just Go Grind. You can find me on Twitter at JustinGordon212. Find me on Instagram, JustinGordon8. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day.